Hello, beautiful people. This is Ryan Vernell speaking, and you're tuned in to another edition of my radio program, The Ryan Show FM. As always, this program is brought to you by our dear friends over at Sovereign Brands. Visit them online at SovereignBrands.com, and remember, drink responsibly. Somewhat. You're listening to The Ryan Show. This is The Ryan Show. You're listening to The Ryan Show. This is The Ryan Show. You're listening to The Ryan Show. The Ryan Show. You're listening to the Ryan Show. This is the Ryan Show. Hey, man, the only place I go every night is the Ryan Show. Check us out for an hour, enjoy yourself. Maybe more. Good music and special guests. Listen, we the best, forget the rest. It's just me and Ryan, Chiefs the team. Yeah, we about to rank, rank, rank supreme. Come on. Yeah, we coming over and we taking the scene. Yeah, we should be on that line later up, up on the screen. Yeah, you know my team. Yeah, we really just doing this. Fluid up every time we really just moving this. Yeah, man, we mix it up. To all of my fellas in six foot up. Hey, best believe we the new way. Mr. T. Fry, Boogie, and Anthony Dave. Yes, You're listening to The Riot Show. This is The Riot Show. You're listening to The Riot Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back again. This is indeed a live broadcast of your baby mama's favorite radio program, a.k.a. The Ryan Show FM, with your host, Ryan Vernell. And, oh, baby, is it good to be here. I'm telling you, folks, I don't know if it's spring in the air or love in the air or whatever happens this time of year, but I'm just reinvigorated and inspired to create the greatest content of all time for you, the fine listeners of this program. And I'm going to start by bringing out one of my favorite people, MLB All-Star Greg Vaughn. Now that baseball is in full swing, it's important that we bring our friends that have sleeves of accolades playing in the MLB on here to get their perspective on things, not just baseball, but life itself. And Greg is one of those guys, a very deep thinker, a self-proclaimed hippie, something that you wouldn't expect from a California slugger. But hey, you're going to see for yourself, we're having him on tonight. Following up our Greg Vaughn appearance is H2O. You've heard H2O on this program, Haran Hargrove basketball player, now a referee, and he's the founder and creator of Ballin' for Peace. H2O has gained prominence by helping children vent out their aggression in the form of sports. And after all, that's why sports were invented. Last I checked, it kind of seems like a battlefield, at least some of them. So a lot of these inner city children need a nice outlet for their stress, and H2O has been providing them with that outlet for many, many years. But that being said, H2O has done a lot for the community, And now for the first time, he's taking his foundation on a four-city tour. This originally was based out of New York City. And rumor has it that our own Hamptons Dave is going to be playing in the celebrity game when it comes to New York in August. So I'm excited to learn a little bit more. And hopefully you are too. Now without further ado, let's get tonight started because we have a lot to talk about. 
Before we're back with Greg Vaughn, we're going to be premiering a brand new single by E. Murda, our dear friend out in Connecticut. He's got Gorilla Nems on this track, and it's titled Pure Pain. Real gangster rap. That's what we like around here, right, kids? This is The Ryan Show FM, and we will be back. Let's get it. My favorite type of music right here. Watch that. Kick back, uh-huh. Reminisce. Think about the good times in life. The bad times that make you appreciate the good. Need both, just five. Gorilla. Yeah. I put my lifetime in between these papers lines. papers lines. Don't play with mine. I'm in the crib admiring my favorite shine. It'll work out, homie. Take your time. Just be easy. Embrace the grind. You wasn't with me back then? Go wait in line. Everybody wanna be buddy, buddy, beat it But the truth is, the people closest to me don't want nothing from me They just want for me to have the best that I can get The day my man went up north, he came and left me with the grip I wish that I could keep him out, be careful cause the reaper's out I'm just living life, doing what I always dreamed about That I was waiting on, granted it was taking long But I'm the type to grind it out until my fucking paper's gone Now every night I spend without much saving a month to the store and they tell me take what you want i ain't gonna front this your life i say what i want that's why your girl wants me to play with a nels what up e murder born big records Splash, what up you body this beat we loot his pockets shooter business no we moving with it only slide with one Sosa, that's my co-defendant Clay if you want, but just know that you gon' end up missing. Ain't hit the range in a minute I got the laser, so I know I'm hitting. That's some kidding business Know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it Let me know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it Let me know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it I'm in my bag, I'ma stay in it for a little minute You look bad, I might just take you I'm good with women Pray to the Lord, we sinning Diamonds always hitting Rocks so big that it fell out That's why my piece got a diamond missing I'm shooting everywhere, the laser blinking It's red explosives, tips up in the smith oh God. I keep a scope in case he out of distance My laser blinking, I ain't never missing Play with hammers, I won't never diss them My flow bananas, you just gotta listen I the Lord that I ain't stuck in prison They try to give us ten, we almost clipped them Pray for my killers and thank God forgive them I pray we get forgiven Father Lord, forgive me five. We loot his pockets, shooter business. No, we moving with it. Only slide with one. Sosa, that's my co-defendant. Clay if you want, but just know that you gon' end up missing. Ain't hit the range in a minute. I got the laser, so I know I'm hitting. That's some kidding business. Know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it. Let me know if it's really smoke, so we can get up in it. Let me know if it's really smoke, I mean, so we can get up in it. I'm in my bag, I'ma stay in it for a little minute. You're bad, I might just take it. And we have returned. This is indeed the Ryan Show FM. And wow, what a familiar face. I'm surprised I even remember that night in Vegas, hanging out there with the legend, the OG Greg Vaughn. Mr. Vaughn, it's good to have you back on the Ryan Show. Hey, Ryan, always a pleasure, man. I want to thank you guys, too, man. And you know my guy, Mr. Cheeks, give him love for me. You know, you guys are always there for me, man. And, uh, you know, me and him have been talking a little bit. 420's coming up, you know, and, you you know, I might see you sooner than later. Wow, so it's like that. I don't know if you heard, but we got a pizza place, and we are about two months away, maybe a little bit longer, from getting an official weed license to sell 
weed out the pizza place. It's historic. That that is that's iconic. I need to see what that looks like. You know what I mean? I yeah, really do. Yeah, is it going to be infused in pizza or is it just going to be separate? We'll have an pizza. infused version of the pizza and then oh, separate wow. as well. Yeah, digi slices, digi buds. It's a pipe dream, but it's becoming reality. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, people are going to be lined up all night, man. I mean, you're going to have to stay open 24 hours. We have. To, I mean, what better food than pizza to go with the weed? It really doesn't even matter what we sell in there. So literally, no, like cheese it, sandwiches. No, but you know what though? I, I'm happy for, for, for like I said, for for you guys because you know people I know and like I said, man, we've been getting, there's so many people that have been in this game for a long time that have been making billions of dollars off of this that don't look like us. And you I know, know, say us. Uh, you know, he's not referring to me to those that are listening. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you, you know, my, my, confused. No, no, my light skinned brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> my light skinned, but it's. It's you know it's it's unfortunate. Then they come out with these little programs, you know, and say we're going to add ten more licenses and give them to fifteen thousand people that apply for. We're going to give ten licenses to, and and you know we're trying to come up with some different things out here in California, and mm -hmm. even in uh in, you know because you know I spend half time here and half time in Vegas, and we want to be the first to have some pilot. I think we need to have pilot programs. And and not grandfather these other people in because I mean it's it, they're already established. All they're going to do is just you know monopolize the whole industry and just knock the, the little guy out. You know, oh, hopefully yeah. federally, you know, uh, instead of having to go to private banks federally, you know, to pass this law that a hey, this is much safer than that opioid crap they want to keep giving people. You know what I mean? That's so for sure. you, you know, but. Once again, big farmer runs the world, man. So what you know it's so hard to like gauge it. And that's why I feel it gets politicized. We talked about it a little bit on Fox Sports Radio this week about how there is this uh politic what do they call it? Polit politicization, politicization, whatever you call it, of this virus. And it led to more people dying because you don't it's it's not a Democrat or Republic thing. This is a matter of science. It's a matter of science. And you think about it, you know, one of the the, the wealthiest, one of the strongest and I, I think we can find a cure for basically anything if we want to. Yeah. But who? But who runs the world? The people that want us to have cancer, apparently. Uh, they just won't heal our real illnesses. Yeah, big pharma. Because who does big pharma back? The people that make all the rules and laws. Crazy. So damn lobbyists. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's just one of those situations where man, uh, hopefully we'll start doing the right thing and start instead of making this a political thing. Awakening it, to it. Like, like all this knowledge that you're spitting more and more people are becoming aware of it. Your average person is starting to understand this medical and in, in, what I call it. Yeah. is the military industrial complex. It's kind of like the medical industrial complex where all these laws and regulations are just built to preserve these guys billions of dollars. Oh, billions of dollars, man. You know, and you know, uh, a pill costs with a half a cent. And, you know, we could talk, let's talk about the EpiPen. They expire and they cost $300, you know, an EpiPen. So, and I don't think most insurances don't even cover EpiPens. No. So, so you know, you either have to be flat, broke, dead, or if you're working and, and scraping and make, you don't, your insurance doesn't cover it. And you, you get stung by a bee, you're going to die. Because this some, they decided to say it's okay to let this EpiPen be $300. So, Wild. And, you know, it, it is, man. So, like I said, I don't 
I'm proud to be, you know, like I said earlier, I'm proud to be an American. I love everything about being a United States citizen, but when they say it's great, it's greater than a lot of alternatives, they are correct, but it doesn't mean it's not broken. Yeah, and it could always be better. That's the point is, you know, we address problems so that we could fix them and make the country a better place to live in. And they tell you, and they tell you, if you don't like it here, go somewhere else. Because yeah, that's always weird too. Them. You don't like yeah, it, because, get out, go to Canada. Yeah, yeah because, and, and that's a weird response because, as long as something doesn't affect somebody else, it's not a problem for them. You have very, you have a very select few of people that care about, you know, people as humans. You know what I mean? And, and unfortunately, we don't have enough of them in the higher of of our, our, our politics you know because why uh, would you if you're a good person why would you want to be a politician you're a, you're a complete sociopath if you want to be a politician yeah like i said it's both sides and i and i said it before i'm independent i yeah i, I vote on every issue separately and it's just my opinion but you know that constitution was designed for all of us to be able to have our opinion not just one side have an opinion not just a side that says, uh, you know how it's you know how it's non-constitutional when we complain about something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But that, but it's always constitutional when a certain party wants to complain. You know what I mean? So for sure. Yeah. So, like I said, man, I'm proud to be here. I, I, you know, the opportunities I have. You know, um, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. But it just doesn't mean it's, it doesn't make it perfect. No, of course. And, and But once again, bringing it back to these politicians, the forefathers of this country, although they were sinners in many of their own right, they weren't trying to be leaders. Washington was forced to be the president. He didn't want to be the president. They kept voting him in as president. It's just weird to me that people think they're so right about something and they know so much about something that they can kind of, like you said, know the other side out. Because when you're getting into these big politics, you have to pick a side. You have to work with certain lobbyists for whichever side and whichever companies. It's just a fully broken system that could be fixed. There just needs to be some more, I guess, regulations. I don't know. But you know what, Greg? (laughs) I know we want to talk some baseball. We can get all all day about these damn politics and the monsters that rule the world for thousands and thousands of years, not just now. Uh, You know, shouts to Ben Franklin and some of the guys out there that just wanted to make this country a better place. Somewhere we weren't really afflicted by these monstrous tyrants, you know? Yeah, you know, and it's it's crazy when uh, you speak to some people and they talk about America being a better place, is and making it better, and they're basing it just on finances. The more money certain people make, it's a better place. What about the living conditions? What about you know the the mental health, the homelessness? What about what about poverty? What about all these other things? What about the public school systems? What about there's a list that goes on and on and on and on and on that no one's talking about. All they're talking about is as long as that stock market does good, and, you know, a certain group are, are, are happy. You know what I mean? Right. And, and unfortunately, man, I, I, I wasn't raised that way. You know, I was raised to, you know, I, 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 I was blessed to be a baseball player, but I was even more blessed to have my grandmother and my mother and, and people, my uncles and, the, the the secretary at the high school and my friends' parents to try to shape and mold me to be a good human being. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Instead of just making it all about money, you know, be a good human being and, and, and think of others. You know what I mean? If I made all that I made financially in my career and in different businesses and didn't give back, I, I couldn't live with myself. I mean, you know, I, I, everyone's not going to listen to each other. And I'm not saying anyone deserves nothing for free. I mean, everyone has to, you know, give to get, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And you have to give to get, you just can't sit at home and, uh, you know, take baby mama's car while she's at work and do your thing and just kick it. No, man, come on. Although man. it's tempting at times, I got to say, yeah, no, it is, man. And you know what? Unfortunately, you know, a lot of our shows and what we grew up with, that's, that's what people out, you know, our generation idolized, you know, but now we're seeing generational wealth and people in color. We're, we're working together. We're buying buildings together. We're buying, we're fixing neighborhoods together and we're doing it together instead of one person going out there and uh, I'm going to show him. And, you know, we've been fighting against each other, you know, that black for so long, let's work together and make these, these neighborhoods better. So when you spend within your community, it just it just strengthens everything about you from the kids all the way up throughout the uh, the entire development of your community. So yeah, they, that's what they say. Say black is the new Jewish is the words. That's those are the wise words I hear. Support black business. You know, one thing you see a lot of communities doing really well because they stick together and they help each other out. And I notice just in the last ten years. So many black people coming together to help one another, support each other's businesses, support each other's ideas. There's so many great innovators and visionaries that are black. I feel like there's less creativity going on. No offense, white people. I'm white, so I feel like I can say this. There's just not as much like culture at times. And you guys are really putting all that right on the forefront. So, hey, I take well, my hat off right now, but I embarrass myself. Hats off. <laughs> but you know what, though? I, it's always been there. You know, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like the Indians. The Indians were here before us, and... They basically got their land taken, you know, and the ideas and innovations that uh, people of color have came up with over the history of, of time. We didn't have the documentation or the power to be able to keep them. So someone else wrote their name on it and it became their founding, you know, their findings. Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, I, I, I think, you know, we are starting to own our brands, starting to not just be a part of something, but to have a bigger vision. And we are starting to invest and come together and work together. And, and African-American men, men, because sisters are doing it. I mean, they're graduating at a rate of 80, 90% going into corporate America. Wow. But, but, but us as African-American men, man, we're at seven, 8%, man. We're, we're because for some reason we just don't get it. You know what I mean? We're not getting it. We're getting, we're, we're better, but we're not to where we need to be. Well, in time, I'm sure it'll all, it's just hard to go to school. I mean, look, take it from me, man. I really wish I could have finished school, but I just got tempted by life. There was just so much good stuff happening at school that I couldn't finish. You still find a way. If there's a will, there's a way. So anybody out there that might not have finished school, if you believe in yourself, and there's a there's a chance there's a tangible way to make something happen. There's a will. There's a way. I believe that. But Ray Robert, right, you look at some of the most innovative people in this new era of you know the the micro era, the the era of you know Bill Gates and uh, Jobs and people like that who didn't finish school. So yeah. it's you know it's been able to have a dream and been able to to do whatever it takes to 
and have the know-how to get to that dream. So, you know, you, you don't get turned down by it. But like you said, we, we mentioned three or four names. There's a lot of people that don't go to school that aren't like them. So go to school. Go to school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say that, but yeah, I'm not gonna be telling my kids that. I'll be telling my kids the same thing. Go to school, eat your vegetables. That's all. You'll make it in life. You do that. And uh, Mr. Vaughn, I know you're a busy man. We already had you on for one appearance on the Fox Sports Radio show. But I have to ask, there was an article that I read recently that came up, and it was talking about how you were almost traded to the New York Yankees from the Padres in 1997, and how it really changed the whole trajectory of those next four years of baseball. And I want to know if there was truth to it and how did you feel if it is true? Uh, It was definitely true, man. And once again, uh, I think my ex-wife called me because my son was watching ESPN. said, Greg Vaughn just been traded. I mean, I didn't even hear from the general manager. You know what I mean? So it was reported. And that's why I wasn't sure how true it was because it gets reported. It goes into the news. This is before the internet, right? Or before it was really as popular. So... So, wow, it was actually. So you get the calls, not from the organization, but literally from your family. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Boach, who I have tremendous respect for, Bruce Bochy, not just a great baseball man, but a great human being. You know, like I said, Boach understood people. And, you know, as a man, as an athlete, just tell us the truth, man. Just tell us the truth. And we can live with that. But don't don't BS us. And Boach always told us the truth. I mean, he's a great communicator. And I flew to New York. And at that time, I've had three rotated cuff surgeries. I had pins, shave, labrum. You know, so my arm wasn't that good. But the guy asked me, did it hurt? I was like, no. I mean, I'm still... I'm playing, but, you know, I don't take infield because I only have so many throws. I save everything for the game, you know, basically. I, but I'm out there stretching with my team. I practice with my team. I just don't throw a lot. Wow. And and so he determined that – I don't know if this is true or not, but he determined that I did not – with the money still left on my contract and who they were giving up, this, this wasn't a good trade. And – I Do you remember the details of grade? I think it was, it was. I think it was Kenny Rogers, and I'm not sure who else. You, so you this know. was the this was going into the 1998 season, where you hit this, over 50 home runs. And that's what I heard because I finished 97 really, really strong. 98, of course, I hit 50, and I think he got fired. The same doctor. Then I hit two in Game One in New York, you know, in the World Series, and then yeah, I'll remember those and, ones, man. Imagine, I mean, as a Yankee fan, I can only imagine how nice we would have been if that trade went through. History would have been a lot different how we had a guy hitting 50 home runs on that team. No, I don't know. Five championships. That that, that ballpark was different. But, hey, man, you guys, you guys, you know, you guys had your dynasty. I mean, you guys had, shoot. And like I said, it it was class from top to bottom, you know, with Jeter and uh, Pettit, Mariano, and, you know, guys like that. And, you know, Everybody just – and then they can say what they want about the organization, but, you know, it's sort of like the Raiders. I have a lot of friends that are on the Raiders. They take care of each other. You know what yeah. I mean? That you, you know, that organization, you know, sort of like the Cowboys. I hate the Cowboys, but they – you know, the Cowboys, yeah. the, the Raiders, the Yankees, the Dodgers, they take care of their people. And 
I can only imagine what it would have been like to be a New York Yankee, man. I mean, were, at know, the they, time, were you excited? Like, it's, I mean, it's not like getting traded. You mentioned how pissed you were getting traded to the Reds two years later. Was it the same type of feeling getting traded to the Yankees? It was like, oh, wow, here we go. No, I don't think I was pissed. I was in shock because I, you know, I've never played in a big market. You know, yeah. next thing you know, oh, shoot, here I go. You know, I, I've, I've always been an enemy in New York. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> you, you know, I don't, I don't know what what to expect. You know, it's crowded. We're lit. You know, all these things are going through my mind. But I guess God works in mysterious ways, and he kept me in San Diego. And it was ironic that we faced him the next year in the World Series. And, uh, you know, it's I, – I do – you know, I, the one thing I miss is I didn't – I wasn't able to – go to multiple World Series and win a championship. I mean, not regret. I just didn't have the opportunity. Yeah. And, and I, I always wonder what it would have, what, how would my life be different if I ever played in a big market and did what I did? I mean, you were still, like, you managed such a great career financially with all these different businesses without playing in a big market because you were such a hometown hero. Everything between Milwaukee and Sacramento. So I feel like, I, you know, you, you might have your what ifs, but you did a hell of a job taking that hometown hero and monetizing it and giving back, like you mentioned. Like all these, all these things that you're doing, you're always finding a way to give back. So who knows? Maybe you'd be some stone cold killer. You move to the to the major league, yeah. you're, you know, the, the bigger franchise. Maybe you, you, you shave might, your beard, you know, you know Steinbrenner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have had to shave it, man. And uh, if you, you're right, maybe I would have became full of myself. I, I I don't know. You know what I mean? You know, thinking you're untouchable. So I think. The man upstairs, you know, he, he had me where he wanted to put. I mean, he put me where he wanted me to go and uh, or stay, so to speak. No pun intended. And uh, you know, it, it worked out. Like I said, man, I, I'm I had a blessed career. And you know, people are gonna say that you know when they hear different segments of this interview that I'm complaining. Man, I'm proud and I'm very blessed. That no, there was no complaining going on. I mean, plus you were technically part of the the greatest Padres team ever. So like, that's one thing, you know, at, at least you were part of the only team to make that far, right? Maybe there was one other one in like 84 or something like that. If I go, yeah, yeah, they, the they, they went to the world series. Yes, they did. But, uh, it's, you know, I just, like I said, man, baseball opened up a lot of doors. It opened up, uh, you know, a lot of different ventures for, for myself and my family. And, and then more than any, than anything and, and it, it gave me the opportunity to meet a lot of different people you know like you know yourself you know mr cheeks yourself and like i said man having you guys come out to vegas and we what hang a blast. out yeah yeah or we go you know like you said 420s coming up coming down to you know coming out to new york or, or whatever this, the occasion is we you know it's wait so, it's so you're species. actually coming to new york on 420 I'm thinking about it, but you know it's hard to come to 420 when you have 420 here in Cali, where it originated. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's hard to leave I, 420, California. But if you do, there are some big things happening. And I'll tell you I this know, we, too: if you come here, about. we have to do a wine party at the pizza place because we got the beer and wine license. We can do a huge thing. Like if you come out here, it's going to be a thing. It ain't going to be just some 420 thing. We're going to throw like the most insane pizza wine party, 420 extravaganza in the history of mankind. And oh, so you got uh, it's gonna be open on 420? Oh, we're open. We're we're actually I have a walkthrough. I convinced some young listeners of the show, you know, from time to time here in New York, Cheeks and I will get some walkthroughs as we call it. We get paid to come hang out, smoke, 
enjoy our time with the fans, whatever. So we actually managed to tell these kids we'll do it at the pizza place. So we're going to be at the pizza place smoking, enjoying ourselves outside, of course. <laughs> wink, wink. After hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yes. Uh, shoot. With that being said, man, let me let me look at the, uh, my flights. And you know, oh, see yeah. if I can get somebody to see if I can get somebody to watch my Rottweilers, man. <laughs> you know, so you heard it here. It's going to be a party, y'all, as Mister Keith Murray would say. Wow. Yeah, and shoot, and you know we're going to have to get twenty-three wines in there in, in your in your spot storefront. That's what I'm saying. Like the premier wine of the shop. Twenty. We're throwing all the other wine in the sink. That's it. Twenty-three, 23 wines. Wine man, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's go. Hey, let me start looking at airlines, man. Yo, it's time. Yeah. It's go time. All right. So, so without further ado, go follow Greg Vaughn on uh, on Instagram. I just want to make sure I get the right plug. You know what your handle is off the top of your head on IG? Uh, IG is uh, Greg Vaughn twenty three. Uh, Facebook Greg Vaughn twenty three. Twitter Greg Vaughn twenty three. My uh, foundation is Vaughn'sValley.org. And but yeah, made me reach out. But uh, man, I'm I'm gonna call you back because I'm really interested in. And, and checking that 420 in New York. Um, yeah, hey, just this one year. Hey. You can go to California next year, the year after. We need yeah. to bring California here this year for 420. Hey, yeah, yes, we do. Let me. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what, if I have a distributor in New York yet, uh, or maybe I can use your distributor, or otherwise we'll just go direct to consumer for right now until we get one. But direct to consumer yeah. will do it for right now. But we'll find yeah, that direct. distributor. Greg yes, Vaughn in the house. He'll be here in New York. You heard it here. Vaughn's Valley Foundation on Instagram. That's Vaughn's Valley FDN. Follow the legend. He's on social media. He's active. Thanks for always uh, hanging out with me, man. I really appreciate you, Greg. Hey, Greg. Hey, good luck to your Yankees, man. Are they going to sign your boy? He's a California kid, too. He's right down the street. I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Spend, <laughs> overspend. Be like the Yankees, damn it. Be like your pops. It's time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shoot. You know, the Yes Network pays for all their the player salaries. So, that I mean, that's nothing. Yeah, exactly. See, you heard it right here. Yeah. This is Tarantula FM. Greg Vaughn in studio. When we come back, we're going to have H2O. We're going to be talking celebrity basketball and a whole bunch more. Follow us on Instagram at The Ryan Show. We <laughs> will be back. Tell me how phones up. Louder. Come down to your house where your mommy at. Mommy wrap the kids, have them cry. 
on blacks, honey stack. How you get it? Faking laying raps on tracks. I wish I could give you this feeling. I'm planking on the million. I'm riding through your hood. You can bet I ain't got no ceiling. Made a left on no strip ass. We in best style. Made it right on 79. I'm coming down South Shore Drive. I would made in Shot Town. Brooklyn to our top. Touch letters, stack cheddars forever. Live treacherous, all the etceteras. To the death of us, me and my confidants. We shine, you feel the ambiance. I just get this rhyme. Body ounce though accumulates like snow. We don't just shine, we illuminate the whole show. You feel me? Factions from the other side would love to kill me. Spill three quarts of my blood into the street, let alone the heat. Although we hate it, looking up in his life. In all possible ways, no defense is bugging my life. Hospital days, reflecting when my man laid up. On the uptown high block, he got his side sprayed up. I saw his life slipping. This is a minor setback, yo, still in all we living. Just dream about to get back. That made him smile, though his eyes said, Pray for me. I do you one better and slay these faithfully. Murder is a tough thing to digest, it's a slow process. And I ain't got nothing but time. I had near brushes, not to mention three shots, close range, never touch me. Divine intervention, can't stop by from drinking my ties with Tata down in Nevada. Ha ha, papa. World life, I dabbled in crazy weight. Without rap, I was crazy straight. Partner, I'm still spending money from 88. Presidents to represent me. I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for presidents to represent me. I'm out for you know what? I make you and your whack mans fold like bad hands, roll like Monopoly. Advance, you copy me like white crystal. I gross the most at the end of the fiscal year than these could wish to. The dead presidential candidate with the sprinkles in the presidential ice that'll offend you in due time when crime flees my mind. All sneak thieves and player haters can shine. But until then, I keep the trillion cut diamonds shining brilliant. I tell you half the story, the rest you fill it in. Long as the villain win, I spend Japan yen. The ten major events catch me in the joints, convinced my iguanas is biting. J A Y hyphen, controlling, manipulating. I got a good life, man. Pounds and pence, enough dollars make sense. Why you ride the bench? Catch me swinging for the fence. Dead presidents, you know. Uh huh. So be it, the Soviet, the unified steady flow. You already know, you light, I'm heavy row, heavy dough, Mike Machete, your flow. Your paper falls slow like your Fetty. Mine's a steady grow, ready go. Pray five in it for blow. Better believe I have 1160 to show. My dough flip like Tycoon. Jay Z the icon. Maybe you like Dawn. Maybe this Chris Dow's a change of life on. Roll with the winners. Heavy spinners like hit records. Rockefeller, don't get it corrected. Perfected from chips. The chicks are scribbling Alexis. Naked without your gun. We taking everything you brung. We caking you. Faking, we getting it done. Crime family, well connected. Jay Z, and you. 
fake thugs is unplugged like MTV. Got MD3, take your treasure, my pleasure. Dead president jails, politics is your jail. Bam! Presidents to represent me. Dead presidents to represent me. Dead presidents to represent me. Dead presidents to represent me. I'm out for 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 dead presidents to represent me. And we are back again. This is the essence of basketball. The H2O, if you will. If we're going to talk basketball on this program, we need to bring in experts. We need to bring in great men that not just understand the game, but have a hell of a jump shot. It's with great pride and honor that we put our hands together for the one and only H2O back again on the Ryan Show FM. It is good to have you here, dude. So much going on. So how are you, man? I'm doing fine, man, Ryan. It's been a long time, man. Uh, it's just it's good to see people who... Uh, been with me from the start, like when when I first started this journey, and and still here. Like you know, I'm, I I always tell people a lot of times I'm never, never too big, never too small to go to you know back to my roots, and um I've always you know tapped in with with you no matter what I was doing. So it's, it's good to be back on the Ryan show. Well, you mentioned roots. You've definitely branched off. The first time we had you on was all the way back at the Russian gangster bar. We all love yeah. Tavern Lounge. That's not an insult. Come on. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was a long time ago, too, bro. Dude, 20, 2018, maybe? And then a year later, yeah. Brooklyn Basement, right outside of Biggie's Marcy Projects, Hampton's Dave's Basement, ironically enough. You know, we were talking yeah. about rats. Yes, they're everywhere. Yeah. All over that basement. <laughs> the same night that Mike Dowd was there, who ironically is not a rat. I guess that's not ironic, but it's, he's not a rat. And... Yeah. Now, here we are all these years later, and you, you managed to make it through the pandemic, and the brand has survived, and now it's stronger, and you're hitting four cities. When we first had you on, it was just one city, New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, it's, it's definitely the brand. You know, we took, a, we took a pivot, right? We stepped back during the pandemic, and actually, I feel, I feel like we got better. We grew during that time in, in a sense of, like, you know, paperwork-wise, we're full-fledged 501c3 now. We used to be under the ace Toll basketball umbrella so balling for peace was the charitable division of ace Toll basketball which is my basketball training program that i did with the youth and everything and and i'm a licensed referee now as well too so damn okay under, yeah under ace Toll basketball so um and balling for peace was the charitable division of that uh, but now we're a full-fledged 501c3 nonprofit organization so um we were able to Congrats. pivot take a step back kind of figure out what's going on and how we got to move. And then we also was able to um, become like sell e-commerce, you know, sell our merchandise online. Before that, we were only sell when we had events. So, mm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, amazing what the internet yeah. does when you actually set up that e-commerce on one of these yeah. Shopify websites. Yes, yes, yes. It's amazing. But I noticed you branched off well beyond just live events. We had, I saw media. I was on like a, like a show, like a spinoff show yeah, through yeah. H2O Music. 
So the brand oh, yeah, itself, yeah. like you, 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 it was like a, like a multimedia pivot almost. It was going yes, from yes. these live events to covering all these other bases and grounds. Was there any inspiration or was it just the, the pandemic that forced your hand? So, um, actually we started ACO music after, um, the halftime show performances of Ace of Ballin' for Peace. So oh. we would have halftime acts at Ballin' for Peace and things of that nature. Like my boy Graf, um, he yeah. was one of the main reasons why I started Ace Music because we were doing Ballin' for Peace and like, you know, uh, showcasing these artists during the halftime. And then, uh, like I told Graf, he was putting out his mixtape and stuff like that. And I'm like, bro, you, you got to do shows. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to do your show. Like, you know what I'm saying? So Love I that. didn't want it to be like balling for peace music. Yeah. Right. So I, I like put, um, I, I made a new LLC, H2O music. And, um, I started doing these concerts and hip hop ciphers and all that other stuff. And uh, yeah. our first show that we had was at Santos party house and we, uh, packed it out. Um, we packed it out. It was one of the last shows at Santos party house that we had. We had smack white, uh, smack with the host. We had, uh, uh, bun B come out. Uh, wow. uh, 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 what's his name? Chris Webby, Joe Buttons, uh, was Raekwon. All these people came out to the show, wow. and that was my first ever show that I did and um and put together. And it was a um you know it was a a, a dope event. And then we kind of made it into a stable. So now when we had the pandemic, we started doing our IG lives. Yeah, like I have my That's guy it, Kid the Rebel do the lives, yep. and we've been going on two years strong now, like with the IG lives and stuff like that. And because we had to still be, um, people had to still see us during yeah, the exactly. time. And, yeah, I felt like Monday Night Raw, one of the yeah, one of the longest running like uh, uh, IG shows going. We've actually supposed to be on tonight, but um, um, Kid 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 the Rebel's uh, family members in the hospital right now, so we. Uh, had to like take the night off you know um, prayers up prayers out prayers up to you know kids family and um but yeah so wow that's that's what we had to do yeah and that's great because you know a lot of people it's fly by night instagram shows the pandemic brought about all these different shows but it's an easy way to maintain relevance and you're not paying to all these digital this shows on so many digital radio stations and sometimes i wonder like guys like maybe you just go to clubhouse it's not yeah. so easy. You gotta you gotta salute the hat to those that are actually trying to build the brand. But at the same time, when you have something, a tool like Instagram Live, it's something that you really should incorporate. It's a great move. Now nah, it's a great move, and it's it's it's, de- it's it's dope to have. You know, because people can interact with you and um and in a live basis. Like yep. you know, um, a lot more people were tapping in when you know nowhere people didn't have anywhere to go. But um, now that the world's back open, it's um. It's just being consistent with your shows and, and doing the things that you have to do. And I think a lot more stuff goes into like YouTube and things of that nature now where you record them and then put them up later for people to see because everybody's yeah. not watching them live anymore as they were before. We I had, a, had like a couple of shows during the pandemic time where people would like really tap in with you. If you were a little bit late, they're like, hey, are you coming on tonight? Like what's going on? Like it was yeah. um it was a, a cool time, but it was a weird time at the same time. But we all was able to kind of figure things out and like be human beings during that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's funny. It's funny because so many people, the pandemic, it's obviously just terrible. Millions and millions of people died, ravaged the economy. But there are certain creators that definitely did well by it. You get them on the show and they're like, ah, you know, it's, it's tough. You know, learning how to pivot in such a way really does show how 
how your how diverse your skill set is as an entrepreneur. If you can find a way to pivot during that when the whole world shuts down, especially when you're so based off of live entertainment like yourself, celebrity yeah, basketball yeah. games. So, yeah. so now we're on a four city tour. What are the four cities that they can actually go and watch these basketball games? So we have Houston, May seventh. We're Ooh, gonna start okay. kicking off this tour in Houston at Texas Southern University. And who, who do we have to look forward to seeing play? Because I know there's always some big names in these things. So, yeah, we have um, – so right now I have uh, – what, what we're planning on doing is honoring and uh, Bun B, uh, Trader Truth, uh, um, Paul Wall. Nice. And, um, and Paul Wall and uh, Slim Thug. Slim Thug Ooh, at the award. Okay. So we, we plan I, – I, I plan on having those guys. Graf has been doing some outreach to get those guys involved. Um, we got Daylight, the battle rapper. He's going to be out there. Um, you know, Nice. Uh, Graf is a big did. person to have on board helping you too because he's another yeah. one that's just seen such a spark and momentum over the past couple of years. Graf is killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and that's that's my guy. You know what I'm saying? So um, I told him I went to do it in Houston. We both had – crazy story is last year I went – I was going out to Houston for my birthday. Mm. And, um, you know, I called – we kind of was on the phone. And – um. He's like, yeah, I'm I'm going to Houston tomorrow, and I'm like, I'm I'm going to Houston tomorrow, and then he's like, where? What time? I'm like, twelve o'clock. He's like, me too. Like, we wind up was on the same flight, bro, going to Houston and stuff. So that is great. It was crazy. It was so dope and, and crazy. But um, we've been uh we've been working and grinding for some years now, and um, you know, the basketball player and the and the entertainment, you know, the, uh, the musician, it always goes hand in hand. Sports and yeah. and, and sports and um, music always go hand in hand, and we we're both from Queens. Um, so we found a niche with that and, um, he's been really good. And I, I kind of almost forgot, you know, that he, he supported me and helped me out with a lot of talent during my first ball up a piece as well, too. Mm. You know, cause you, you kind of, kind of move so fast when these things happen. And we had a conversation like, like last week and he's like, yo, bro, you don't remember? Like, I was, I was like, yo, you, you're right. Like you did yeah. help me. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, so shout out to Graf for that. We both did the, uh, math half a show. Uh, my expert opinion. Uh, we did that show a couple of weeks ago, so that's been going crazy on the internet nice. as well too. So, um, you know, it always helps when you have somebody who's actually in the in the in the fold. But yeah, yeah we got some of the top dunkers: uh, uh, Jordan Sutherland, my guy Maxwell Pears, uh, Sir Isaac, my guy Brand uh, Brandon Ruff. He's gonna be okay. in it. We got a couple. Yeah, so. Got a couple of up and coming. I feel like Balling for Peace is the stepping stone for a lot of people who are like right there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Like, but, but it, it's like, a good look. It's a good look. Because oh, you don't need to be like an A lister. There's still celebrities and all these other influencers. And you've always been able to pay homage to some of these funny guys before they even really blow. Like, I remember the 100%. first tournament, you had uh, Jacob Berger, but it was right yep. before he really hit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, so looking yep. back, the value of Shady. a lot of these guys. Shiggy, um, Shiggy, had, um, that's right, and that was yeah, before yeah. he was Shiggy, yeah, he, Shiggy. Yeah, before before he was Shiggy, Shiggy. Um, we had him. We had uh Tristan Jazz, T Jazz. Mm. Now he's over. He has two million followers on Instagram. He's oh wow. You know, he's the guy who does all the funny uh, layups and stuff like that. And um, oh, is there. that the white boy that does all those jelly yes. Yo, yeah. with the mushroom coat, the blonde guy yes. with the mushroom. Yeah, yeah, yes. yo, he's Play. nice. Play. Filet, and now he's doing NBA voiceovers for the NBA Filet. NBA um, voiceovers. Yeah. What is what are NBA voiceovers? As in, like so he does, the, he does the commercials for like oh, NBA. Wow. So he's okay. like doing like 
car commercials and like just certain stuff with the NBA now. Wow. Um, Jesse Jones, uh, James, uh, aka Filet. He's the dude who be like Filet, like singing oh, that's and all that. So, yeah. so back to the white boy with the jelly. What's this dude's name and what's his story? I always wondered if he. I know you probably just Google it, but was he almost a professional? Did he play in college or anything? Nah, or is- nah. His name is Tristan Jazz. T Jazz, they call him, and um, he came from uh, he from Wisconsin. Uh, and his uh first ball of a piece. He was a senior in high school. So he had a buzz on the internet, and my guy Yali, who was living in New Jersey at the time, he's an artist as well too, dope artist Yali. If you uh, around, check him out. Um, he um he reached out to T Jazz. You no, know, he was like, "Yo, H, you need to have T Jazz in the game. He's like blowing up." And so he reached out to him, and T Jazz flew from Mil- um uh, from Wisconsin to balling for uh, and stayed wow. in New Jersey with Ayali. And played in his first ever celebrity basketball game. He had one of a viral moment where he threw the ball, faked the guy in the air, and hit the jump shot. It was all over Bleacher Report, all yeah. these other places. And um, that was his first celebrity game. Yeah. Now he's playing in the, the thing on Revolt with Chris, you know, Chris Brown. Oh yeah. And all these. Other, he's all over the place now. He's a you know buddy buddy with uh with um with all these Drake and all these different. I mean, his laps are that nice. Like his laps are yeah. that heinous. What he's yeah, doing he, is out of control. Like, like who who do you put up there in that class? I know, like, we obviously guys on – we see the guys on television like Kyrie Irving that can pull off these insane layups. But when you look at just the guys that are practicing some of this stuff, is there – who who's in your top five craziest layups, including the NBA, street people, and one back in the day? Who is your, who's in your top – or let's just say Mount Rushmore of crazy handling and dribbling, all that good stuff? Well, just all together? I like if you were to put this guy that has these jelly moves into a category, you'd, I guess it'd probably be his layups that separate him from everyone else, right? More than anything else. Well, he got it from the guy Jelly Fam. Uh, well, him, uh, the guy who invented the jelly. Uh, man, we call him Jelly Fam. Like I don't, you get so many nicknames that you can't remember the people's real names, right? I love that. Uh, like the, this yeah. viral day of basketball, where you don't even need to be in the NBA to be a basketball star, and that's 100%. a really cool thing. So, dude who started Jelly Fam, I would say Filet. Um, these are some people who do some crazy moves. Um, uh, T-Jazz, my boy White Iverson. Um, Yo, White yeah. Iverson. There's the Spider-Man yeah. guy. You know about the Spider-Man guy? Just like Spider-Man? Yes. That, well, that's the professor. <laughs> oh, is that the – okay. So that's Okay. That's so, the, I didn't realize that. How about, how about the Indian kid that keeps going to the courts and embarrassing people? Who is this guy? He's nice. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's this Indian guy, and he goes to the courts, and he challenges people, and he ends up embarrassing them and doing some, like, goofy type of antics to him and getting people upset to the point where they want to fight him. And he's just doing all types of, like, Aladdin magic carpet-esque moves. It's crazy. That's unbelievable. There's a lot of those guys now, man, who do do these uh, surreal viral moments and have all this stuff, and it's just, like, at, at, at a point in time, well, last year... Um, I started, I don't know if you saw it, but I started like putting the, the helmet on and was yes. going in the park, balling so and wowing. But for me, uh, what it was, my first video was going viral and then it was the consistency. I wasn't consistent with it. So it was like, it's uh, tough to keep it up though, especially playing yeah. that helmet. Well, right? not, well, well, it's, it's actually in the helmet. It was, um, my peripherals. Like, uh, I can't see. Yeah. It's crazy. The side. So some, but 
it's a fan in there. It's actually like it's cool in there, but you kind of need a little breaks. But that wasn't the thing. If I had a committed film crew, yeah, and that's the difference between the people in LA and the people exactly in New York. We kind of like have to really work and do certain things, and it's yeah. very hard to wow. to just like be like, you know what, I'm gonna take this and be full, go full throttle with this because you got bills to pay. It's like I don't know exactly. what these people doing in LA. But do, I don't know if they have. I know what they're doing. It's <laughs> almost four twenty H two O. I know exactly what they're doing. They're shipping over our work here. <laughs> it's crazy yeah, out there. Man. But yo, you're a hundred percent right. A good camera team is the difference, and it's not just basketball. It's literally anything. You can look on YouTube at any category for anything at all, and if they have some good camera work going on behind the scenes, whether it's for a documentary, something with history or science, it's what separates them. And it's the difference between 2 million subscribers and 100,000, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only difference is just having that support and that consistency with um doing. And I've always said I'm, I haven't been big on YouTube. A lot of our stuff mm. is on YouTube. But now we're kind of gathering things to because we have so much footage out there that we don't have our hands on. So now we're gonna start mm. like uploading stuff to our own ball of a piece page. So that's a great idea. YouTube and certain things and um even with me personally like I just have to do more like so not just when because a lot of times uh, you won't hear from me if we're not if I'm not doing promo for Ball of a Peace. Yeah. And it should and it shouldn't be like that. I should consistently be doing stuff because I'm always doing dope stuff or you know around the around the around the horn. Like yeah, around exactly. the, you know every year. So it's not just um you know just one offs but I kinda push that way because I don't have a publicist. I I kind of just, you know, I do my own thing. And, um, you know, some people are like, you don't have a publicist? I'm like, no, I don't. Like, I've been, so when you see me on Hot 97, Power 105, or this, that, it's from, like, personal relationships. Like, on your show, on the yeah. Ryan show, like, it's like, yo, bro, I can hit you up and say, yo, I'm about to start uh, doing something again. And you That's know, how it has to be. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at all of the people that make it in this day and age, they're, they're own PR. No offense to PRs, like you, you know, it's so useful to have a PR to get articles out there and everything else. But if you can be your own PR, you save thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I just need people to be honest with you. So if there's a good, a good publicist, because I, I believe that people do do good jobs, but not just everybody. Yeah. So if there's someone out there who uh, can get me in places that I haven't been, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Like, get me to that next level, you know, ABC or something like that. And, it's like you have to you just know. make a bunch of money and then allocate it into the career. That's the secret to showbiz. People don't know that getting into it. Having to sustain and whatever little money that you can gather from time to time, if you have a family, if you have a house, if you have any of these things, all those expenses have to get paid. So if you're listening and you're thinking about getting into showbiz, make sure you have a ton of money because you're going to have to spend a ton of money and make sure that you have other streams of revenue. As many streams 100%. of revenue as possible. You need to get super rich so that you can pay $5,000 a month for some psycho PR. For some PR yeah. that makes you want to rip your hair out but she's getting her job done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's what it has to be. You got to yeah. be able to, uh, you know, I, I, did some, I spent some money on some marketing, you know, for the clothes, and for the brand and stuff like that. Um, but you kind of live and you learn when you, mm. when you do those things and um, you kind of figure it out. You kind of like, you know, you know, uh, you know, flying a plane while you're fixing it still, you know? Yeah, exactly. You know, you kind of just, but you got to go. I can't be sitting here 
and letting things just waiting around. A lot of people like a lot of people what they do is uh they end their dreams before they even start a lot of times. Mm. Like they'll talk about something so much and then when it's time to put that action down, they don't do it. Like with me, with, with Houston, with this four state, I've never been on a tour. I was just like, Yo, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go to the first place that I really, really like. I like Houston a lot. I love it. And um, I'm like, I'm gonna go there. And they also need peace. It's a lot of things that go on over there that you know aren't right. And um, you know, execution, dude. You know how to execute. Yeah. So before we get to a quick break, I rudely cut you off rambling about something. But we mentioned Houston. What were the three other cities? Uh, Atlanta. We have Atlanta. We're gonna do it at the Overtime Arena. I'm trying to lock in that that date, that slot. Uh, right now, um, I've been you know going back and forth with Overtime Elite. You nice. know, trying to figure that out. Um, and, uh, we have, uh, I'm sorry, we have Miami July 4th weekend, July 1st through the 3rd. And then we have, uh, New York, August 19th through the 21st. So we're going to be doing that. And you know that the ranch will be in the building for that. In fact, I heard a rumor, a little bird told me that Hampton State was going to be playing in that one. Yes, he will be. Yes, he will be. He's going to make his Ball of Peace debut, his long awaited Ball of Peace debut. Yo, we'll never hear the end of it. If he scores three points, I wanna, which is what he'll get. I want to see because I want to because Hampton Dave talks a lot about how he can shoot and how Hampton Dave has to have at least eleven points. At least, at, at least, least eleven points. That's all. Because he's going to take at least eleven shots. <laughs> so hopefully, he has eleven points. You had to see Hampton Dave. And I, I wish he, he could be here to defend himself. He was the star of our basketball team in high school. I will say that. But there was nothing funnier than him just... He was the first Steph Curry. Before Steph Curry, there was Ham Zim. Yes. I'm not even saying because of him making all the shots. It's, yeah, exactly. Just, just putting them up. up threes. And he would drop, like, over 30 points a game. Like, he, you know, he did his thing. He did his Anthony thing. But Dave I'm, has to have at least 11 points in Ball of a Peace game. He, shout out to my boy Dante Griggs. We all, you know... What does Dante say? That's, that's a mutual friend that will tell you the truth. What does he say about Ham's Dave's prowess I, I, on the court? I've n- I've never asked him. Absolutely. After this interview, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Dante Griggs, and when I come back on here, I'll give you the answer to that. Perfect. Which will be in person <laughs> at Digi. So we're gonna come back talk about the NBA because what better person to Got get it. into the actual league and what's going on? It's the playoffs. It's the plans. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. So H2O, where can they find you on the gram? They can find me at H two O five. That's H two O, the letter O, not zero, and the number five. Uh, follow Balling for Peace, B-A-L-L-I-N, the number four in the word peace, H-O music, underscore, H-O basketball. I know it's a lot, but yeah. hey. Oh, no. Plug they can all. comprehend. This is also yeah. viewed as a podcast. So they could just rewind. Yeah. This is also viewed as a FM, terrestrial radio at its finest. Do not go anywhere on the dial. WZBR, 8.1 FM, Boston. Where else are we? Just so many, so many damn places. I don't even want to get into WWMV. Madison, Wisconsin, WSTX, Kokomo, Indiana. What's up, Indianapolis? There's just so many places, so little time. This is the Rancho FM, and we will return after some music. Let's go. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan Vernell speaking. If you're in the entertainment business, listen up. When I was a kid, I was told that there's no biz like showbiz. While this saying used to apply to television, radio, and live entertainment, it now applies to any type of an entertainment platform. Yes, that means you with the kitten YouTube video channel, or you, the Instagram model, and yes, even you with the sports blog. No matter what type of entertainment platform it is that you're building, you're going to need a team to take it to the next level. And this is where a group of specialists like Arise PR 
are come in. Just take it from me. When I needed help with my marketing campaign, I reached out and founder Adrienne Russo helped me herself. She put together press releases, hit up the blogs, made commercial scripts, added to the website and refined it. She even created a sponsorship deck, which is just the icing on the cake. If you have a company and you're trying to take it to the next level, then you should hire Arise PR. The easiest way to contact them is right on Instagram at my New York Minutes or go to their website, arisepr.com and check out a list of their services. But don't forget, tell them that the Ryan Show sent you. Throw your hands in the air right now, man. Feel this right here. Scott's thoughts. Yeah, Khaled, I see you. Showbiz born long. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't give a fuck about your faults or mishaps. We from the Bronx, New York. Things happen. Kids clapping. Love to spark the place. Half the cats in the squad got a scar on their face. It's a cold world and this is ice. Half a meal for the charm, brother. This is life. Got the phantom in front of the building, Trinity. Yeah. Ten years, militant. They still figure me bad. As a young, was too much to cope with. Why you think the BX nickname it cook? Should have been called on robbery, stalking. Or maybe grand larceny I did it all to put the pieces to the puzzle Till long, I knew me and my people was gonna bubble Came out the gate on some Flojo Fat brother with the shotty with the logo Kid said my don't dance He just pull up my pants and do the rock away Now lean back, lean back, lean back, lean back I said my don't dance He just pull up my pants and do the rock away Now lean back Lean back, lean back, lean back, come on Hard to the easy, into the whiz eye My arms stay breezy, the dogs stay flizzy I got a date at 8, I'm in the 740 fizzive And I just bought a bike so I can ride till I die With a matching jacket, about to cop me a mansion My squad in the club, but you know they not dancing We gangsta and gangsters don't dance with boogies So never mind how we got in here with burgers and hoodies Listen, we don't pay admission and the bouncers don't check us And we walk around the metal detectors And it really ain't a need for a VIP section In the middle with a dance floor, reckless check it Setting. Like my necklace started relaxing now That's what the fuck I call a chain reaction See, money ain't a thing, ain't a thing We still the same, the flow just changed Now we about to change the game Said my niggas don't dance, we just pull up our pants And do the rock away Now lean back, lean back, lean back, lean back Come on. I said my niggas don't dance, we just pull up our pants And do the rock away Now lean back, lean back, lean back Lean back, come on Now we living better now, coochie sweater now And that you fall can fly through any weather now See, haters get tight when you're worth some millions That's why I sport the chinchilla hurt their feelings You can find your crack at all type of events Out of Vegas front row to all the fights If father born come, then they probably squeal Cause half the rappers that blow like dirt for real If you cross the line, ride them, gonna hurt you These even made game signs commercial Even Lil Bow Wow throwing it up B2K Crip walking like that's what's up <laughs> Can't keep telling me to speak about the rucker Matter of fact, I don't want to speak about the rucker Not even Pee Wee Kirk could imagine this My team didn't have to play to win the championship Come on. Don't dance, we just pull up our pants and do the rock away Now lean back, lean back, lean back, lean back Come on. I said my niggas don't dance, we just pull up our pants and do the rock away. Come on. Now lean back. Uh -huh. Lean back. That's right. Lean back. Uh -huh.
lean back, come on.
Every year, the Los Angeles Clippers are going to win the NBA championship. I'll put my life on the line to make this bet. I swear by it. I live by those words. And game two, I may be proven right. That's right, H2O. I'm looking here at this play-in tournament, and things are looking lit. Folks, we have H2O in studio. Put our hands together again for this man. 
for a great man of our time who's out here helping people while playing basketball, while reffing, yeah. but the right kind of reffing, not the kind of reffing that costs you money, goddammit. But what do you think, <laughs> H2O? We got the playing tournament coming up. What are your thoughts on it? Um, I have mixed emotions about the playing tournament. I, I kind of, I'm a traditionalist, mm. so I just feel like the NBA is just doing so much just to appease people. You know what I mean? Mm. And, uh, appease people as in the people that might have financial interests in the NBA and how they schedule uh, their games. Yeah, 100%. You know, mm. I think it's a, a cash grab. It's a money thing. Bro, if, you, if you're in 10th place, you have no business in the playoffs. If you're in... You know, ninth, like you have no business. You had a whole season to, to kind of like level it out. If I'm an eighth seed, you know, and I make it to the playoffs and I win, I'm an eighth seed, and, you know, I have a, a bad night against a, a ninth or a tenth seed. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm tight. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm going to be mad because I worked very hard to make it to the playoffs. I got to that ace, you know, the top eight seed, the type top eight players, right? I mean, teams. Um, in each respective conferences, I would be tight. I would be yeah. mad. And we had two of the bottom barrel, right? Because, you know, ninth and 10th place. Yeah, it's not know, like these again. are teams that could even really stand a chance. And that's what yeah. gets me about these planes. Nine and 10, it's hard enough for an eight seed to win a championship. Has it ever actually been done? I know the Knicks made it as an eight seed they a while yeah, back. I don't, I don't think the uh, eight seed has ever won a championship. But you got to look this up. Yeah, we'll I, look I this don't up. Know. Uh, we'll have the producers do it. Uh, let's see. No, no, the answer yeah. is no. An eighth seed has never won an NBA championship. They they reached yeah. the finals once, and that's what, like that I said, the, the 1999 yeah. New York Knicks. So it's like it's not even like these teams stand a chance. So it does seem almost unclean the act of adding this play-in tournament. There's literally no chance that the Charlotte Hornets, that are the, the 10th seed this year, or the San Antonio Spurs. No offense, Pop. I know he's the greatest coach ever. There's no way that they're going to play their way in to even the, the semifinals. I mean, if you look at just how much better the teams on top are always for, I mean, for like past like 30 years in the NBA. So it just doesn't make sense. I got to agree with you on this one, HCL. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that they just did it. Um, when the whole, when the whole, you know, pandemic and the bubble situation was going on, I think they just did it, you know, put these things, a lot of goofy things in place just to, uh, you know, just to make more games, just to have more yeah. games because it was a shortened season last year. I thought that's why they did it, you know, uh, but now they brought it back again this year. Um, to make more and, money, you know, though, like you said, it's almost like they have so much money to make up for for what they lost. Because if you think about yeah. it, the amount of money that all of these companies lost during that pandemic is preposterous. Some of them may have come out on on top or in some might of better position, but the NBA lost a lot of money. Like you said, the fact they even had that bubble tournament to me and to you, I mean, we talked a little bit off the air. It definitely seems that they care more about their pockets than the well-being of society. No offense, yeah. Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I, I think that, honestly, it was uh, – the bubble was a joke. You know, we're going through a world crisis. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm going to watch some good basketball. You know, I'm going to watch – It was nice, games. though. Selfishly, yeah, as fans, like – yeah. You know, that, that's the one thing I will say that although it may have been a money grab for the for the mental stability. People, yeah, because yeah. that was when the world kind of really ended for me when the NBA shut down. I feel like that was the first moment that I was like, that was whoa, it. this is real. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was shut down. And especially even when Times Square was dead empty, that was like, 
yo, Times Square is empty. There's nobody in here. You know, it's even now people are just, you know, 11 o'clock feels like 4, 4 a.m. in the morning now. Like, you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's 11 o'clock at night and 12. It's like, yeah, I just want to go home because we kind of got, you know, uh, prone to just being inside and just, um, you know, I spent the pandemic, you know, very differently, um, very differently than what I normally, how I normally live my life. And, um, you know, it was just, it was just a, a weird time, especially for somebody who's, I'm, I'm an in-person person. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I want to go out. I want to go, you know, even when I'm pushing my events and stuff. So I took uh, I took that break during that time. But, you know, I think the NBA, you know, having that entertainment and having the the final uh, the last dance being a play uh, watching that, that was phenomenal, bro. Like oh, yeah. as a as a as a uh, uh, avid Bulls fan, like and just someone who, you know, grew up on watching the Bulls and Michael Jordan, and Scottie Pippen and. Dennis Rodman and those guys, like that—that that was my favorite team as a kid. So to watch them as an adult, it just let me know that I was—I made the right choice as a kid. <laughs> yeah, you know, seriously. Like, like I really did make the right choice, and um, I always, me personally, Scottie Pippen was my favorite player <sighs> over Michael really? Jordan. Like you know, I because I love the way that he was just an all-around player, and yeah. I used to want to be like Scottie Pippen. You know, wow, so um, Scotty was your inspiration. Oh, now, what do you think about Scotty's recent behavior? I, I think Scotty is um, being a little irrational when it comes down to to that. I, I mean, I love Scotty to death, you know, as a fan of Scotty Pippen, the basketball player. But what he's doing and what he has been doing with his book and everything um, to Michael Jordan, I don't think that – I don't care what, you know, how you really, really felt about him, bro, like – don't put that out in public. Yeah, it's, you know what I mean. It's a lot. I call really it Phil it's racist, kind of... backtracking. There was just a lot. I mean, I feel like Phil is a lot of things. He's on acid, eats mushrooms all day. Yeah, he's one of these fifth dimension folk. But I don't think he's racist. I think he's eating. I don't think he even yeah. knows what color is. Maybe, or do you think he is? Do you think? Oh my god! Oh, no, nah, I don't. I don't know Phil Jackson. Why would I? That was a I big mean, accusation it's... that God he made. He went on Dan Patrick's show. The reason I know this is because we have the show on Fox News Radio. He went on Dan Patrick's show and he proclaimed that Phil Jackson was a racist. And that's why he wasn't given the ball during that final shot. That's why he faced so much mistreatment. Michael Jordan said he's not kidding me. No, Scotty was like, Jackson was a racist because he gave Tony Kukoc the last shot. Because he gave Kukoc the shot. Kukoc is like, look, like as a, as a white person, I don't think that even white Americans look at Europeans the same way as other white Americans. Like when we're having our discussions, our basketball discussions, like, oh, who's the best white player? No one's going to say Luca. They're going to say they're going to say Larry Bird or Chris Mullen. Yeah, yeah. It just is what it is. So they, like, so they don't even look at them as, even though they. That's European. how racist the whites here are. The, yeah. the white people in America are so racist yeah. that we don't even look at European whites as white people, and they like started us. Like they were the they original started, whites. They, they, we're they literally stuck. But it's like, nope, not a white person. They're European. <laughs> that's, I've never looked at it that way, but that's exactly how it happens. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, but, I, I mean guilty is charged. Guilty yeah. is charged. I guess I'm racist <laughs> against white Europeans. No. <laughs> look, in all seriousness, I think that uh, I am waiting though. Like, as as an American, you wait to see some guy that like might have just uh, you know. Been born here, a white guy, somehow ball out, and Larry Bird it. But it seems like it just, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Happen. 
Well, Kevin Love, had really, Kevin Love had a really good run until he went to the Cavs, and LeBron like ruined his career. Do you? Like, wow. LeBron, so, so that's a that's a bold statement. So, you think that Kevin Love would have been a lot better had he stayed on the Timberwolves, and you think that LeBron made him a worse player? I think LeBron. Who has LeBron made better? I would say Kyrie who Irving. You, Kyrie Irving. I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, like that. that, yo, that that finals run was so epic. That that finals run where they won the championship and him and Kyrie were like one A, one B out there. That was incredible. I, he definitely didn't make Dwayne Wade better. He was. I mean, there were some great highlights, but we all know the Dwayne Wade that was on the Heat before LeBron got there. But dude, to me, I feel like LeBron brought Kyrie to that level that he is now, where he could just be like this mercenary that goes anywhere and just kills it. Well, I think Kyrie always had that in him. Yeah, that's... I think he always had that in him, and that's why he left because he didn't want people to say LeBron made me better or LeBron helped Ooh. me win. So he almost had the Kobe vibes, right? So like how Kobe yeah, didn't wow. want Shaq and he wanted to leave. So LeBron, what he has done, and I don't want to last stick too long on LeBron, but he made Rondo a spot up shooter. Rondo is a facilitator. He is the best, one of the best point guards of all time. He made George Hill a spot-up shooter. He made Kevin Love a spot-up shooter. He made J.R. Smith a spot-up shooter. He made Chris Bosh a mid-range spot-up shooter. Like, he needs the ball in his hands. I would absolutely hate playing with LeBron James. Well, me personally, I would like to play with him because <coughs> he'll get me the ball. I'm a shooter. So You're I, a shooter, so it makes I'm sense for you. You would have to change your I'm game. Good. Yeah. I wouldn't have to change my But a person like, you know, J.R. Smith, he gets people in a, in a sense where Jeff Smith doesn't even know what he's doing half the time when, like when he was playing with him because he doesn't know how mm. to mo- move or anything like that. But let and me you ask know? you this. Did he have more success with LeBron than at any other point in his career? He might have been putting up crazy numbers. He might have had some insane highlight reel dunks on the Nuggets. He might have did what he did on the New York Knicks. But I feel like the best J.R. Smith that we ever saw was the one that was coached essentially by LeBron and went and won a championship with him. I see what you're saying. Like, he's taking these guys and he's putting them in different roles. Even Kevin Love. Like, would Kevin Love ever have won a championship as a primary scorer? And as somebody that had the ball in his hands at all times, 26 points a game over in Minnesota, or did he have to adjust his game to be able to get a ring and be a part of an actual machine to win something? And and the same thing I'd say with Chris Bosh. Like, Chris Bosh, as great as he was, he wasn't leading a team in the championship. Like, when he was on Toronto, great. He was dropping 26 points a game. He was like, Pascal Siakam almost, like the same type of game, you know? Like hard-nosed. I like Pascal Siakam, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had a terrible season last year. This year he he played – I don't even want to I don't even want to call Bosch Pascal Siakam because that's super disrespectful towards Bosch because, like, people forget how, like, you know, clearly you remember, but how nice Bosch was on Toronto. Yeah. I just think LeBron has – he's a, a polarizing person. Like, he's, like, overbearing. He's over-controlling. Like, he just – he has to control every. I watched the game. I went to a Laker game, and I said this story maybe one of the last time I was doing an interview. But he's the type of player the ball comes off the rim, like you know, offense, a defensive player gets the the ball, and say like Rondo's dribble. I watched him like dribbling yeah. up, and LeBron's like, boom, 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 like right in front of you, like oh, give me the ball, yo, yo, yo. It's like, yo, relax, bro. Like, he's playing two you know, K. He's just literally like. Make a- Someone else can make a decision out there. Like, yeah. you don't, and that's why, like, a lot of players can't play. Like, what's Russell Westbrook? Look like, uh, uh he, you know, look, look at the season he had last year. Now yeah. people, 
all of a sudden Russell Westbrook can't play basketball? No, yeah. it's because he's playing with LeBron James. LeBron James needs the ball in his hands at all times. It, it, LeBron needs to like just sit chill and like you know and let the you know let people play their games. You know? I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. But if that like that's if that's the case, they need to surround him with talent that fits his game because he is the best we've ever. I think he's gone. I know you're gonna say Jordan's the goat. This could be a whole nother debate. I just look at everything from up and down, top to bottom, his skill set. It's just, it's just rough. I, I feel like you put LeBron in any era with that skill set. He's standing on the shoulders of the Giants. If you really want my argument on the GOAT, and I'm not just trying to troll on everybody, I don't think that there is a GOAT. I think it's the greatest of every era. It doesn't make sense to compare guys from different eras. 100%. But Michael Jordan is the GOAT, and this is why. And Let's LeBron should, should, LeBron should not even be in this GOAT category anymore. He didn't even so one, You don't even think he's number two. He, he didn't even make the playing game. Like, mm, but what year is it? It's like 2022. He's like, he's like 50. How old is the run right no, now? No, that doesn't matter. If he, you can't, if you're the yeah. GOAT, you find a way into the, you didn't even make the top. We just spoke about this. And this is something that he hated last year. He's like, oh, this playing. And he didn't even make it. It's bad. Regardless of it's AD bad. and all this stuff, you have, you had AD, you had Westbrook, you had, do I have? You had all these players. But Cardinal did he at the same time? These guys were such bums this year. Like, like he still had the most points per game of his career. Maybe it was the second most of his career. I don't know. Look, I, I see what you're saying. This is a blow you to the gun argument. Figure it out. You gotta you figure gotta it out. Figure you're right. it out. It was bad. Michael Jordan would have figured it out. And then the last couple of games, oh my ankle, I'm not playing. He did that. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you think Jordan would react with Anthony Davis on the team? How, what do you think Yo, Michael Jordan would do with he Mr. Glass? He would call, he would call him a, 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 you know, a, a name that can't go on radio. Respectfully. That's, the, that's another argument, too, that'll resonate with me, which is how would Jordan do in the locker rooms in this day and age? We have nah, the, the softest kids. Oh yeah, my he, god. Yeah, he, they wouldn't yeah, they would yeah, they wouldn't be uh I don't think he could I don't think he could play in this era as far as like he would he would be in so much trouble probably because people are call you know, calling and calling the GMs and talking, you know, and just saying like, you know, I don't think that Jordan he, he, well Kobe was you know Kobe did it too. Kobe was able to uh do it, you know. Well, here, here's another Kobe. here's another thought issue up. Jordan wasn't really able to be the GM as we just saw in the last dance. Yeah. As great as he was, he couldn't be the GM whereas you look at LeBron, he's the GM not on every not with Pat Riley, but with the last few teams that he's been on, he's definitely had huge influence in the front office more so than most players. But this is the day and age where that happens. Like, I almost wonder at times what Jordan would have done in that situation because now he would have that type of flexibility. Like, would he be able to build a team and get players to come and play with him? Especially knowing he's such a psycho. I think he would, you know. I think he would still be able to get players to come with him. But Would he want to, though? Would he, like, emasculating these guys? He would emasculate these guys. Think I don't it. think he would. Uh, I don't think Jordan's more the yo. I, I'm I'm winning who with who I got. People say Scottie yeah. Pippen. You know he came. Scottie Pippen was a second round draft pick. Mm. He went to Little Rock, Arkansas, like Arkansas Little Rock. Like he was not, you know, praised 
Oh yeah, yeah Scotty Scotty Pippen became Scotty Pippen. He worked. He yeah. wasn't Scotty Pippen. So he was nice. That, he he was pretty nice. He was still what a, a, right. a top eight he was pick was he the eighth? Air. No, he was a second round draft pick. No, no. Scotty Pippen. Scottie, we got to fact Google check it. That's Google crazy. It. Wow. And he went. To, he was at the Seattle SuperSonics. He got wow. drafted by the SuperSonics. I know he got drafted round. by the SuperSonics. Okay, no, okay. So I he was the fifth pick of the draft in 1987. Because I remember he he was nice. He was nice. He was a freak. And he had crazy potential. Wait, and he played in St. Evans. Fifth pick and, and what? Fifth pick overall? in the 19... Overall, fifth pick, round one, the 87 oh. draft. So we were both off. But I'm... The second round pick. I know. I know. All you Jordan fans think he was the second round pick. Don't even get me started. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo... Wait, wait, Jordan, wait. He was a, he was a top tier talent. Pippen was nice. Pippen was really nice. I know he got picked up from Seattle Super Science and he was trade his draft rights were traded to the Bulls. Maybe, maybe uh, that that definitely happened so too. Look, so that definitely did you, happen. Can, can you look that up? I thought he was a second round draft pick to the Seattle Super Sonics and got traded to the Bulls. Okay, so here we are right here having uh, this is off of Wikipedia to those that are out there listening as the citation having eyed Pippen before the 1987 draft the Chicago Bulls manufactured a trade with the Seattle Supersonics that sent Pippen selected fifth overall to the Bulls in exchange for the eighth pick Olden Pollitt Polonese Polonese yeah and future draft pick options Pippen became part of Chicago's young forward duo with six foot ten power forward Horace Grant, Horace Grant yeah, who was okay. the 10th overall pick. So, yo, we're talking Jordan playing alongside of a 10th overall pick and a 5th overall pick. And those but that knew Horace Grant, rookies. he was nice. They're rookies. I, I get, that's true. They were rookies. It was almost – see, that's why it's hard to they compare. They like, learn how to win. What if LeBron like, had Scottie Pippen or one of these guys drafted alongside of him in Cleveland? Like, th- this, was, this was great fun front office moves by the Bulls to draft these guys that then became Horace Grant was a top 10 power forward. Scotty Pippen was a top had, three player at a point. Jonas Elgowskis. He had, he yeah, exactly. Not, he not, had Elgowskis. Scotty Pippen is like, was arguably a top five player in the nineties. Was that nice? Elgowskis top five player. Elgowskis will go down in history as one of the best centers to ever play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> He had Larry Hughes. He had like yo. He had yo. players, man. He had um Antoine Jameson. Antoine Jameson. He had, he had some had ballers. Who was with Milwaukee? Um, the 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 scoring guard. He was Mo Williams. Oh, Mo Williams. Yeah, Mo was nice. Mo was nice. Players. He had some players. He had Booby Gibson. Booby Gibson. I guess. You yeah. know it is, dude. He, he made best. these guys look so nice at the same time. But yeah. but at the same time, you know, you you make a really good point earlier about how these guys have to adjust their game to LeBron. So it must have been tough to have to adjust your game to a guy that just made it into the league. And he was even back with the Cavs. Like, it was, you're playing with LeBron. You're playing his style. He always was taking over the games, even like in his early years. Like, we actually had Ricky Davis on the show many, many times, and he played with LeBron during his rookie year. And he came in there like grown man status, like take take over the whole whole team. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. And I remember Ricky Davis made a statement that he was saying, like, he thought LeBron was there to help him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I remember, yeah, Ricky I is good. He said he thought, yeah, he was like, I thought LeBron was there to help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Shouts to Ricky he had Davis. Wagner, too. Yeah, shout out to Ricky Davis. He had, a, he had DeJuan Wagner, but, you know, Wagner yep. was uh, 
think he was very hurt at that time. But LeBron mm. has some talent. You know, he had a, 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 a Shaquille O'Neal who was over the edge, over the hill. But um, that was fun, you know, though. LeBron and Shaq playing together. It just looked the yeah. aesthetics of it. Just seeing those two yeah. out on the court together. I love that. Yeah. But it's, it's um, again, LeBron's your goat. He's not my goat. He's, uh, uh, stand with my LeBron. He, God damn it. Yeah, but see, like, he, I, look, I'm just super biased and I'm also a mega troll. So I just could be trying to get under everyone's skin. I mean, look, I grew up in the 90s too. <laughs> Don't forget, I was a Jordan fan forever. It wasn't until LeBron won the finals with the Cavs. When I watched that finals, I, I really won me over. That was where I was like, oh my God, like th- this, this conversation can actually happen. And then when he won that lousy bubble tournament, it still works. He's, he's, he's breaking all these ranks. We could get into this all night. We're going to do the rest in person because it just has yeah. to be that way. One more thing though, H2O. Before we, yeah. uh, you know, plug the rest of these uh, these tour days and everything else, who do you think is going to win the NBA Finals this year? If you had to take a guess, everybody's going with Brooklyn. I, I would, if I have to take a guess, and I have to, a team that I would want to win, and I think that can win because they play team basketball. I would say that, uh, you know, and this is me going. People would be like, "Wow!" I'll say the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix Suns. They play very well together. They're the best team in the Western Conference. You know, um, they're the best team, overall team in the NBA. You know what I mean? I think that they they gel very well, and I and I actually hope Chris Paul wins a ring. And people thought they was a fluke last year by being, you know, going to the finals and everything like that. They thought they was a fluke, but I really think that they're the real team that has the coach of the year, Monty Williams. I think he'll win coach of the year. Great coach. He should have won it last year, even though I'm a Knicks fan and Thibodeau won it. But I think Monty Williams should have won it last year. I think he'll win it this year. And um, I just believe that he's a, a, a great – he's running a great overall organization and Chris Paul leading those young guys. And not enough people talk about Chris Paul. Chris Paul leads teams. He makes it happen. Yeah. If Chris Paul was on that Laker team, they would have went to the playoffs. Yeah, I got to agree. I have to agree with that. Like, Even though I might be saying LeBron's the GOAT, I do think that if Chris Paul – especially if you were to replace Anthony Davis – or Russell Westbrook, I, and I go as far as to say, like, yes, even Anthony Davis, like, just Chris yeah, Paul has that winning mentality. He makes people better. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, like, I, I think that, you know, he, he, I was speaking about him, you know, just the other day, but he should definitely be considered more of a one of a top player as well, too. But, um, yeah, it's you know, I think that, and this is the first time that I said this. I and I, I've never, you know, I, I've, I've been asked people will go with Brooklyn and things of that nature. Or Milwaukee, I think uh, the Phoenix Suns can do it this year. You know, especially mm. now, you know, I think they can do it. So I'm a, I'm a keep an eye out for that. Um, you know, and I think the playing games are a joke, and I think they should go back to regular season, uh, doing it regular next year. Um, you know, but other than that, man, like, uh, yeah, the tour is gonna be dope. We're gonna have, uh, you know, so so yeah. On, on the note of the tour, really quick, the first date is in uh, in Houston and. May, you said May the 5th? 7th. I'm the May worst. 7th. Okay. So May 7th yeah. in Houston. And where's yeah. the best place for them to go and get tickets at this point if they want to order uh, in advance? They can go to uh, ballinforpeace.org. That's B-A-L-L-I-N, the number four in the word peace.org. It's yeah. on our on our homepage. You just click the ticket link. Yeah. So, you know, we are on Eventbrite, but you can come right to our site and get the ticket. So, ballinforpeace.org B-A-L-L-I-N the number four in the word peace or go on my Instagram it's in the ballinforpeace 
uh, headline. I mean, in, in, um, in the profile, it's in my profile. It's an ACO basketball profile. It's an ACO music profile. So we are organically pushing. And anybody's out there who wants to support, just know that you're supporting a independent nonprofit organization. Yeah, um, that's what you're not, that should have been the first question, H2O. But yeah, yeah, yeah. let them know where the money's going and what this is all about. Yes. So this is our independent scholarship. So we're giving out scholarships to boys and girls, basketball players. Again, our message is peace through sports. So we're helping our young athletes get into college. And, um, you know, everything helps. Every dollar helps. You know, um, it's unfortunate we haven't been able to get, you know, grants, big grants and funding and different things like that. So, you know, you grassroot it. You go to your, you know, to your community. You ask for help. You let them know what you're doing. And now we're going to other communities. We're going to, you know, other places and supporting over there. And, you know, and our message is peace through sports. So we're bringing together peace through uh, what I know is the best way, and that's sports. Everybody loves sports. Everybody comes together with sports. You're white. I'm black. You know, it, it doesn't matter. If you're on that basketball court together, we're trying. You mix us together. What do you get? Biracial. Yeah. 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 So, like, what does Tiger Woods call us, though? Cablinasian. Cablinasian. Like, um, it doesn't matter what you are at the end of the day. It's about what you stand for. And, um, and I, I stand for everyone coming and being united and being one. And, um, you know, it, 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 if, if it was if it was clout chasing, you'll see that you'll see yeah. a first annual. You never see a second annual. This is this is actually, you know, year eight, you know, including, wow. you know, the two uh, including the two years that we took off. We actually had to pivot, but we still did work. Yeah, exactly. Time. I was able to That's do incredible. my my Queens Week tournaments and. I was able to do my uh, hanging with purpose. I was doing whatever I could do in the space yeah. that I can't do it in. Um, but so eighth annual. I love area. You stay. You you well, stay humble as you six, are. I, it, it's sixth annual because uh, I didn't do it. Yeah, but you know, but you were I'm still like, keeping the mo- okay. So the sixth annual, but there were other great events. You see the consistency, people. Follow the man. H two O is all over social media platforms. H two O five on Instagram yeah. is a good place to start. Order those tickets. Balling for peace, May seventh. We're coming down to Houston. We're going to be in New York in August. That's where you can finally see Hams Day perform. Yep. If that's the <laughs> word, we'll find out. And, uh, and dude, always a pleasure. Really appreciate you. And really quick to end this off, I say this to all the guests that we talk about. I think that the Bucks are going to win the finals. I know people yeah. forget. I still think that Giannis is going to hang in there and win the finals. Although I lie, you know, I said the Clippers in the very, very beginning, but there you got the truth out of me, the Bucks. But hey, we'll see what happens. Follow H2O, follow the Ryan Show. We're going to be back after this break to wrap things up. And kind of you know, do like a circle around every great thing that happened on the show tonight. We're going to do a recap, if you will. Everybody hold on tight. Don't go nowhere. We'll be back. These false guys scared to mention my name like Voldemort Cut from that raw couture claw, spitting culture raw Uncut Broken up some more, soaking up the force Power. Now they talk Power. them up like bronchitis I'm coughing up the source COVID. Quarantine status, make them open up the stores Why they try to block them but ain't no holding up the boss An entrepreneur since I was old enough to talk 
Every project I showed them what's up, I'm so above the norm <laughs> Child of the TV raised me, what's really crazy I waited patiently and gave mad this away for free Take To these one dimensional artists, I speak in HD Expand my wingspan, got the reach of KD, Kirkland TK Everything you can think of, I've been there Countries overseas, I've never been though, I'm still trending I never blend with the flop, but I send them to the top Broadcasting to a million live, cash app pinned to the top Black Taj Mahal, Eden Calamari, pumping Shalimar I shall accomplish everything I set off like a Molotov Absolutely. Maladjusted, style encrusted with a diamond's luster Life's a bitch, and I plan a pimp, but kid, I doubt I trust her. I don't, it's another day in my life Anonymous in the daylight, but I'm famous by night famous. Taking trips and getting paid just to say what I like Give you the full picture, I'm painting it right You can see it in uh-huh. It's another day in my life another day. Anonymous in the daylight, but I'm famous by night All right. Taking trips and getting paid just to say what I like Give you the full picture, I'm painting it right Product of the proletariat, these politics are barrier. Drank so much of the bullshit, my tolerance is scarier. Models up in a Marriott, bottles in the area living. That Pan American, they probably plan a marrying. Phantom of the opera, cinnamon sanitarium. Roots of my origin, from where there's famine and malaria. Cannons we carrying, otherwise humanitarian. I bet they see the difference, I split it like a cesarean. Never mind. You know the flag I hold staring like I'm a bag of gold. Catapulted by the baddest quotes over the status quo. Seeing through, so Used to be popping, but now they chapter closed. Black Al Capone and Al Capoco maxing out my goals. Shoot for the stars, smell my roses like a max of rose. Stash the collateral, came in the game and cracked the mold. Huh, basically I'm better. You can say it safely. I run laps around these dudes, they need a base, it's crazy. Big pun, told you that. Every millennium, a kid comes. On this planet Earth, stars killing them. Now I said, we'll all see who the prophet is. So let's see. The question is, when I'm gone, who's gonna be the next me? Who really want it? It's another day in my Life. Anonymous in the daylight, but I'm famous by night Class taking trips and getting paid just to say what I like Give you the full picture, I'm painting it right You can see it in Picasso It's another day in my life Anonymous in the daylight, but I'm famous by night Taking trips and getting paid just to say what I like Give you the full picture, I'm painting it right Feral Gums To pursuance who hate me cause I'm affluent Why what the f- you doing? You try me, you would be ruined Animosity brewing from a distant resentment Cause I've been before you had a pot to piss in, yeah So you think my decisions are unorthodox That how you enter with no key when all the doors are locked Avoiding cop, blowing weed in a foreign car Think you going to war and won't be going far Call yourself going off, end up a tragic law Pay the ultimate call for running your mouth Revert the urban legend, tip in a second, don't disrespect it now I got a problem with you, I'm in your presence and Step it up, wish a piece of blessing to my opposition Just know that disrespect is unforgiving You burn bridges, ain't no jumping fence This shit gon' level, ain't no comprehension And ain't no question, gon' be consequences Forgive us cause we have sinned Kings among peasants and God amongst men Say amen, make amends You know, we'll go around, come again Come again Forgive us cause we have sinned Kings amongst peasants and God among men Say amen, make amends Amen, let us pray Just a 
thought alone make my body get the shivers Forgive us for the bodies at the bottom of the rivers Cause when the devil call, more than likely we deliver So we deserve whatever it is that you wanna give us Make it territorial, I make it your memorial One or two calls, they gon' kill like three or four of you We can go outside, but you ain't got a brawling You know what it is, you used to spawning Repercussions, consequences The Bible's a good read Lot of contradictions. Buy me some good weed. I'll be in the trenches, in front of the store. Probably on the benches. Probably on the champ here. So is the belt. When the heat is on, I melt. Don't say you feel me, 'cause you don't even know how I felt. And you can say your prayers if you think they'll help. What's up? Forgive us 'cause we have sinned. Kings among peasants and God amongst men. Say amen, make amends. You know we'll go around, come again. In gold, buried some in a hole, cause there's money coming, it goes. Caught cases for them street corners, I left covered with snow. War with the government over that none of us own. I had an advantage, only when I'm packing this cannon is nothing. Cause I knew hustling come with collateral damage. Kept it 100, cause that's gonna add to your chances. Just make sure that you rock with matching your standards, huh? My life a movie like Don Cheeto, Haran Needles. You only owe back loyalty if the squad feeds you. Five ranches and a small regal. Survive trapping every since my finances been all legal. Yeah, killers on my back, I was well aware. So I loaded up that 50, then I said a prayer. I'm sitting reminiscing on my failing years. Trap, ran up six figures like a set of stairs. Let's go. Forgive us cause we have sinned. Kings among peasants and God amongst men. Say amen, make amends. You know, we'll go around, come again. Come again. Forgive us cause we have sinned. Kings amongst peasants and God among men. Say amen, make amends. Still in the fashion of today, but quietly now. More intimate and personal. Yeah. Let me stand aside. It's still Cisco Drive. Feeling the weight under this full chord pressure. Life's gonna test ya. Anything and everything might become a stressor. Small things that seem to be light can come set ya. Back in the midst of the fight to come get ya. Wrapped up, pray facing the predator trapped up. Head first, adversity stacked up. Pivot and back up. Tally my maneuvers and rack up. Aware of life and how it can act up. I'm good. Move as I should based on the things understood. Do what I could but still not overly hood. I got my head right. What the Fed might over analytically lock the way to death might throw his hand in with understanding that most will never comprehend with him and God are planning. But still, we locked in, fully clocked in, stock spinning, dissipate the moment from the moment. The clock starts ticking, the plot's all picking. Place the knife, race your pace beyond quickens. Sweat blood in your face, your clothes thicken. A step ahead of the chase, but leave slipping. Gotta keep going, gotta keep growing. Not only for yourself, but the film your life showing. In my visa is signed. Living my moments as I journey through time. I steady study the time, max to master.
to hide the moments and miles flex Trying to hold his hand till it swings next The pendulum's complex Temple to existence is apex The time saved written to change steps Dance with stars Minds had it all in the charts And live convicted with it locked in their hearts They measured and mark From the moment of original sparks Predicting rainfall, commandments and arcs Remanded to watch Knowing the outcome we play in our parts Toggling timelines, tear them apart Destroy and restart The new Eden's in the middle of parks With knowledge still stored top of the box Sit it in park And be a student of what lives in the dark Take it in and start rewriting the arc My pen retracing the start Out of respect for all that's falling apart Instead of speaking, let it leak in the arc From the moment that your clock starts ticking The plot's all thickened Place the life race your pace beyond quickens Sweat blood in your face, your clothes thicken Step ahead of the chase, but leave slipping Gotta keep going, gotta keep growing Not only for yourself, but the film your life showing Passported in my visa is signed Living my moments as I journey through time Another one. You know we inspired you. We set trends. We set for life. We the biggest. I got the heat with me. I got a temp setter. I got a sun setter. Yeah, that's the butt rider. This the breeze to me. I watched the wind settle. I took a mood setter. Then I felt too settle. I took a resetter. Now I feel too better. These the new better. These the no better. After the fume settle. After the smoke settle. I'm still a go getter. Cause I'm a gold setter. I like her throat wetter. She say my drip wetter. Hold up and get better. I left her wetter. That bitch in bed wetter. I had to swim setter. Bitch, I'm a jet setter. Fly with no wind pressure. Bitch, I'm a scene setter. I got this strap on the AK. I swing setter. I'm a sight Setup. I was fly before you had a flight set up. I'm trending. We set the trend, got it out the mud. We had to cleanse. Run at their head, we at their brims. Zacking like, lead that to them. Who got it vibrant? Harder than iron. I've been a dog, you've been a hydrant. I raised it, I give my flowers. Daisies and don't you? We set the trends. Trend. Breaking it in. Breaking it in. I'ma have to call my account to make sure the sh came in. It's just me and my gang. Wanna do friends? What he say he won't smoke? Smoke, we gon' spin, spin again. Uh, I, I know how to get it. The Maybach is kidding. My drip is exquisite. My style is prolific. My gun come with switches. I stand on the business as God is my witness. You say you want smoke and I'm granting your wishes. Oh, that shit. She think I'm delicious, show me what they doing I show you I did it, show them how to do it They hate to admit it, don't show me that Cause I already hit it, don't show me a million I already spent it, they know how I'm coming They know that I'm with it, all of that cabin Get one in your fitted, it's been a while Been away for a minute, back for what's mine I don't take what I'm giving, gave them a head start Now I'm shaving the distance, see mine's with interest To be more specific, they know the drill We set the trends, we don't just ball We bend the rim, ten toes tall We stand the wind, they are not us We are not them, we been doing where do I begin? Where do I start? Where do I end? When they come to work, they just pretend We put it in like we in the gym Don't walk up the street cause you might lose a limb Blood on my Tim's, so what you can swim? So what? This water's reserved for sharks Remember I told you before you jump in jump in. We set the trends Breaking it in I'ma have to call my account to 
made sure this came in. Cause I showed him how to bang, then I showed him how to ball. First nigga that was rocking that Supreme. I'm back in my bag, all the smiles on my body, and I'm thinking about copping a machine. Got a chop in my jeans, used to sell rocks to the fiends. I just bought a drop off a stream. He's pumping on the block, now be chartering me. I be jumping off the yacht with my team, got a clap with a beam. Everybody know we the trendiest. Swatch on my wrist, caught the image. Last thing I got, caught the image. Just wanna start, we gon' end this. Still in the meeting, you think I was counting? Validation, my I'm valid. Something is stuck and we keeping it sturdy. Keep it a bucky that he got the 30. Can't mention New York, you don't mention the set. Beef in your state, we gon' spin in the jet. Hold of this water, you can swim in my chest. Actual law, they say Jim is a mess. We gon' keep spinning like a bottle top. Brand new thing, ain't got a tie. Keep playing till body try. We gon' make it hot on the hottest block. We set the trends. I think this the one right here. Everybody, come on, get up. He's moving again. I'm like, I'm nice. Still pitching, still flipping. Yeah, so come with the boy. I'm still pumping the boy. I'll still dump on the boy. Blue pump to the boy. I'm Mr. Postman. Also, Mr. Postman. I'm yelling. Yeah, I'm selling. Hey, I keep my chicks on. Smash like no other.
at the bottom. I'ma lose my money in it. Crazy, I'ma do the obligato. Get the rubbin' on my lap, get the chini at the bottom. Get up, get up. Girl, gon' back it up. Pipe up, I'ma pipe up. Make your mind out and fell in love. Juicy thing, make the sign. One more time, baby, do it big. Make it cry, come boo hoo this. Yeah, you a supermodel thing. Can it bustin' at the bottom? I'ma lose my money in it. If I pull up with a Kerry Washington, that's gonna be an enormous scandal. I could have Naomi Campbell, and still might want me a Stormy Daniels. Sometimes you gotta bag the boss up. I call that taking Corey Gambles. Find yourself up in the food court. You might have to enjoy your sample. All these thoughts on Chris and Mingle. Almost what got Tristan single. If you don't ball like him or Kobe, guaranteed that gonna leave you. Hey, time is extremely valuable. And I prefer to waste it on girls is basic. That's just some yay hish. Right now, let's do what we want. Let's have a threesome, you, you and a blunt. I love your cause they prove I can focus on two yeah, things at once. I'ma lose my money in it. Crazy, I'ma do the obligato. Get the rubbing on my lap. Get the chini at the bottom. Get the chini at the bottom. Let me hit it raw like f the outcome. Hey, none of us will be here without much. Hey, if it ain't all about the income. Hey, let me see you go ahead and spend some. Hey, if you driving round in some dry fit. Hey, I'ma think that you the type to dry snitch. If I see you pull up with the three stripes. Hey, I'ma. Go around and make you my, my, Then it bustin' at the bottom. I'ma lose my money in it. Crazy, I'ma do the obligato. Get the rubbin' on my lap. Get the chini out the bottle. Get the chini out the bottle. All good things must come to an end. Yes, even this radio program, but have no fear, folks. We will be back at the same time and the same place next week. If anybody has any questions about this week's show, maybe a recommendation of a guest that you'd like to hear us bring onto this radio program, please contact me on Instagram at The Ryan Show. I truly appreciate every single person that listens to this program, both as a podcast and driving around on the radio. If it weren't for you, the listener, we would have absolutely nothing. And that includes our live shows that are coming up this week. So check our full schedule at The Ryan Show on Instagram, at Ryan Vernell on Instagram. Be sure to follow the other two hosts that are just way too degenerate to be here every single week. My brother, Mr. Cheeks, at The Real Mr. Cheeks 132, and Hamptons Dave at Hamptons Dave. It's been a pleasure, folks. I'll be waiting here for you next week. Over and out. Peace. Peace.